This is the Grouchy Club uh, podcast. It's uh, Friday the 18th of uh, sometime now. December. It is December. Almost, almost Christmas. Uh, we're in the increasingly busy uh, Christmas, Christmas themed uh, African uh, Mamma Biashara charity. Emporium. Shop. Emporium. Emporium. In, Emporium. Uh, run by uh, Kate. Oh, that's me. Sorry. Yes, Copstick. Copstick. Uh, yes. In, uh, in Shepherd's Bush. Uh, so there might be noises of people... Th- there will. Hopefully. Th- thronging. 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 And thronging. thronging. Uh, and but meanwhile... Shock, shock news from all, all corners well, of the it's, globe. Uh, people are thronging in here. Like, like Nero fiddling while Rome burns. They're thronging in here doing their Christmas yeah. shopping while the world of comedy is crumbling. I was never quite sure what, what, what Nero fiddled with. Mm, good point. Well, knowing Nero, as I didn't. But, so first of all, stop news, stop gap news from Mark Watson's Twitter. So it must be true. And other people's Twitter. And yes. other people's Twitter. Yeah. But Mark Watson, I trust Mark Watson, implicitly. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he does go on a bit, though. 24 hours, 48 hours, he goes on. They're closing down the timeout comedy section. Yes, which I don't understand, because, I mean, why bother? Because in the printed version now, which is free on the streets of London, it's only like a page and a half, and he must get adverts, surely, out of the comedy. It's like closing the film section. Why bother? But, you know, why... Have they closed the film section? No, 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 no. So what's it... It's just going to be, what, posh shops and cinema? I don't, I don't know, because, I mean, they, they have problems, obviously, with the internet, and that's why they've gone free, but, I mean, the, the whole reason... Well, one of the whole reasons why comedy took off in the first place... Can I just stop you there, John? One of the whole reasons. Listener, I'd like to apologise for John talking gibberish just for a moment there. Unlike him, but... I one was, of the part of the whole, what one of the whole reason I was using the old Celtic structure ah. from the ancient Gallic ah the ancient Gallic gibberish me, me to being, gibber me being Scottish of course yeah lovely so <laughs> one of the sorry you were, you were saying part of the whole so, reason so, so I was saying one of the whole reasons of this <laughs> <laughs> everyone will be saying that next year one of the whole reasons I like this show I'm was that, I'm that influential uh, one of the whole reasons there uh, that comedy took off in the 1980s was it or shortly before that was that uh, I'll start again. Okay. One start. of the whole reasons. Do you want to go back to one of the whole reasons? No, no, I think it'd be a motif. Or we could, all of the one reasons. It could be a callback later in the podcast. Marvellous. Uh, <laughs> in, in ancient times, like in 1969 or something... Days uh, of yore. People didn't really go out. Uh, they stayed in their own little area. So they stayed in Ilford or they stayed in Redbury, in, uh, in uh, Hampstead or they stayed in uh, somewhere else. God help them. And they didn't really go anywhere because they didn't know where things were at the other side of London. And there was only time out arriving on the scene that made people realise there were actually events going on all over the place about pubs and below pubs and in pubs mm. and so in fact the comedy industry in, in London and the circuit in London which is where the, the, the only real circuit is uh, we were spurred f- forth spurred forth holy, spurred forth oh, holy, one, holy. Of the whole, one of the whole reason, no, one of the whole reasons you were spurred forth was time out was time I out think, I think I see what you're getting at there John although and, not many people would and therefore with the demise well you're Celtic of course um, mm. uh, and indeed an ancient gale uh, but, um, <laughs> that was, thank you carry on which one of us was that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've forgotten where I was now. The whole reason. No, time is, out. Time out. The tragic time out. demise of. I, I was up, one up, of the whole reasons. I was up with the gales in the mountains. My, my <laughs> grandmother came down, running down out the hills, you know. Did she? English was her, her second language. Well, it sounds like English is your second language at the moment, the way you're talking. English was a second language after gibberish. Right, well, there we go, <laughs> carrying on the family tradition. But so, yes, so, so if time out dies, then, then you're going to revert to... Uh, there, well, is the, where, there is the internet now, but that's mm, more complicated because it's not, it's not easily accessible in sections. I'm, I think I'm talking gibberish. Well, no, no, there no, is, but the, there is the internet. There is, it's, there's a nice, easy section on, in time out. You open it up and you go, oh, look, here are some, quite a lot of the comedy clubs that are on. Um... I, I don't... Uh, I mean, Chortle, obviously, 
John's eating a crunchy and attempting not to let you hear. That just... You, who rattle your teeth on so many occasions. They're, <laughs> they're, they're stuck st- with chocolate. <laughs> no, they're stuck with crunchy. It's the air bubbles, you know. <laughs> I should point out for our overseas listeners and people in the Outer Hebrides, that Time Out is a listings magazine yes, in the capital yes. of England, which is uh, the capital of Britain. Well, one of my favourite magazines when I was on my travels, uh, I loved Time Out New York and Time Out Rome. They used to have Time Out Rome, oh. which was fantastic. Why was Rome particularly for, fantastic? I, well, I... Rome is particularly fantastic because it's Rome and it's Italian and it's La Dolce Vita and it's a fabulous place with it's wonderful a... food and incredible people and great sights and it's just a it's, delight. It's just got but, ruins and traffic jam. But it's time got... out, Rome, was, I mean, it was like time out London. It was so kind of readily comprehensible. <coughs> it, you know, you got the, the sections, oh, I'd like to go to a discotheque. And there was a club section. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to... The even, uh, I mean... Very ahead of their time, I think, their time out. Um, they had a gay section in Rome, which was, obviously it was small, it was like two bookshops and a club, but it, it was fantastic. For, and it's tragic that bit by bit by bit it's disappearing because a time out for every big city should be something devoutly to be wished, I would have thought, including... A comedy section. Of course, the whole idea of a listings magazine is dead in the water because of the internet now. But uh, I, I, I don't actually, I still don't understand why holy. I don't understand why holy, or partly holy. Holy. Holy indeed, like in like Rome, the Eternal City. Yeah, holy, holy what? Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll stretch. Uh, why, why they should close the comedy section specifically? I mean, they're not going to close everything. Or, or, oh no. I mean, uh, so what's left? Cabarets? Cabarets still there, I'm, or is it I'm, gone? I've no idea, because I've only known this at the last moment, like five minutes Yeah, that's ago, true. We'll ask Mark Watson. We'll ask if Mark anyone Watson. sees Mark Watson, ask him, because he, he seems to be the fount of all knowledge. He, he's a tall, thin man who occasionally has a Welsh accent, but not so often, now. It's uh, Well, I think, and not only that, I feel it behooves me to say that the world of comedy... Thank you for the teeth. ..is about not just to lose the time-out comedy section... But a daily, the increasingly prestigious daily blog by John Fleming. For, formerly increasingly prestigious. And I think in, in, in my humble, okay, not humble at all, opinion... Yes, h- humble and copsty. They're two yeah, words I'm that ne- never heard together. Uh, I, why, John? Why? Why? Why, John? Why? Because I just wanted to see you cry. OK. Well, you've done that now. Can yeah. you start the blog again? Yeah. No, 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 I'm going to finish on December the 31st. That's it. But where will lesser... You'll have to read the blog to find out about this, won't you? Where will lesser-known and off-the-beaten-track comedians go to get national recognition and international recognition? Wait, international, because half my lot are foreign. I'm very big in Guatemala, I suspect. Are you? Huge. What will they do? They're just not going to understand this, John. I'm not, I'm not very big down under, but, you know, it's, where, been, been, like, in, it's been an eternal problem not being where, big down under. What's Lewis Schaefer going to do for a start? <laughs> that's, his, that's his career screw. It's going to be devastating. <laughs> well, I, well, the main reason I'm actually stopping it is because of Lewis Schaefer. Because really? the whole point of Lewis Schaefer's shtick is that he's a failure. Now, yep. the trouble is that he's increasingly successful. And therefore, I feel this is going to ruin his career. So in order to put it back on course, ah. I'm actually going to stop the blog. He won't be mentioned by anyone at all in the entire history of the world or comedy, yep. wholly. Uh, and therefore, he'll go back to being a failure. So I think I owe it, it behooves me to, to do this for, for Lewis Schaefer. I think that's brilliant. And I, I, think, I, I think that's very decent. And self, self, selfless, I thought. Well, I'm a Presbyterian, brought up a Presbyterian. So what are you going to do when you're not hurtling around the countryside, interviewing strange and 
uh, previously unknown people for your blog. Well, and I know where all, all, all the, the key uh, young female comedians are, so I'm going to stalk them. Ah, right, so Juliet Burton had better look out for herself. Well, she doesn't need to be stalked. She throws herself at me, throws herself at me. Really? We went to a panto uh, list this week. We panto? did, we did. Oh, oh yes, no, we you did. didn't? Oh, yes, we did. <laughs> I was a little bit slow there, sorry about that. <laughs> oh, well, Hannah, we can't Where talk... was it? How was it? Oh, Hannah, we can't talk about this, because we, we went to the panto because her boyfriend there uh, was doing the, the, the follow spot, and we, we never admit to her having a boyfriend. <laughs> oh, oh, no, listen, you haven't seen Facebook. <laughs> oh, is it, is, is it all Oh, over? there's one of the, them. I, I had to go and have a lie down with a cold compress. I won't tell you where the cold compress had to be, but a picture, a very slushy, sloppy... Um, kind of winter wonderland picture of Juliet looking all, as the youth say, loved up uh, with a beardy boy. And if it wasn't her boyfriend, then you'll be wanting to know why not. No, he is the beardy boy. Very the beardy nice. boy is the very boyfriend. Very nice. yeah, yeah. And, every, and lots and lots of people going, ah, like, 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 ah, hearty heart, face mm. with blowing hearty thingies. Do you use emoticons? Pardon? Emoticons. Is that some sort of... No. no, you uh, obviously uh, don't. Uh, I hate them. Emojis, aren't they, or something? Are they now emojis? I think they're emojis. What's the difference between an emoticon and an emoji? Don't tell me people can't even be bothered to say the whole word emoticon and they've got to reduce it to emoji, and uh, then it'll just be eh. Do you think we got off the subject here? Of old comedy. Anyway, no, she's, she's come out, no, she's always had a boyfriend, uh, and very lovely man, very lovely man. But he's always been there. He's always been there. Lurking in the background. Because they, they lived in Edinburgh together. Uh, as, as long as I've known Juliet, she's always had the, the, the lovely, lovely Frankie. How uh, fabulous. Yes. Uh, they lived in a lovely flat in Edinburgh, and then they moved to a lovely flat in just outside London, apparently, we were supposed to call it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, just outside, like you, you live just outside London. Yes, but in, in different directions. Oh, in different directions. Uh, I have to go in there now again to get there, if, if, we, if we ever, anyway. Yes, I mean, you'll have no, no reason. My, my life will be empty. And what are we no, going to no, do? No change there, then. I mean, more importantly than that, what about the increasingly prestigious Malcolm Hardy Awards? Because normally people only do them so that they can get mentioned in your increasingly prestigious blog. And There'll have to be a flurry of increasingly prestigious blogging around about the time of the increasingly prestigious Malcolm Hardy Awards. No? Well, there might be an outbreak of self-publicity, yes. Yes. Uh, in my own, yes. The, the, but the rule of three would imply that uh, if Time Out's comedy section is stopping, if my eternally praised uh, blog is stopping... Yeah, oh, that would be the Scotsman will be closing. That's It will be the Scotsman again? comedy reviewing. Again? <laughs> that would be it. I'll be out of a job. Now, I heard a rumour, Mr Fleming, Ooh. that uh, you were thinking of offering your services as a director. <laughs> Well, I, I, for people taking shows up to the Embra Festival. Except, as we both know, a director doesn't really do anything, so I thought perhaps the word consultant might be vague enough. Oh, consultant. Yeah, it's also probably, probably tax reasons, consultant's probably good as well. Consultant, yes. With your, with your, how many years, I mean, thousands of years at uh, entertainment in, well, in, in, in London Weekend and elsewhere. Well, to be wholly truthful, wholly, um, it's actually, it actually covers two centuries, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, well, and it, it, to be fair, it looks like it's taken its toll. <laughs> on, on the industry. So, so I, somebody could actually... I, I, I did hear that Time Out was closing its comedy section because it couldn't actually compete with my increasingly prestigious blog. But maybe now it'll open it again now that your increasingly prestigious yeah, blog is closing. Yeah. But So this is... You could take anyone's... Um, I can make them, I can break them. ...embryonic Edinburgh show and turn it into something very close to Lewis Schaefer, could you? That successful. <laughs> is that what you're offering? Well, if I, can, I can make you Lewis Schaefer. If I can make Lewis Schaefer successful, 
<laughs> anything is possible. Well, exactly. <laughs> Think what you could do for a talented person. No, I didn't mean that. Louis, Louis Schaefer is still available at the Museum of Comedy until probably Monday. So is Martha McBriar. She's doing a show. Oh, She's yes, doing Pinch and Puncher. But my, 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 my influence is so great that I've actually made Louis a, a museum exhibit. Yes. But you, you seriously, you, you consult on people's shows and do... Well, I mean, the, the thing about me is I'm not a, not a performer, so you have to opt out of... Uh, well, I think you're doing but, very well here, I have to say. But, but I am a, uh, but I am a, uh, a keen observer of the season and, uh, and a seasoned producer and a seasoned everything yes yeah. so, so radio tv journalism advertising i've done them all uh, and so i could give a uh, we haven't thought this through as a marketing exercise have we no we haven't uh, i can give an objective view uh, from years of experience of watching really awful acts well, so, so if anyone has a really awful act, uh, I'm very experienced in watching them. In watching it, yes, that's fantastic. <laughs> You're not going to judge. I think that's what you're saying. Well, that, well, that was one reason. I, uh, because I, did, I did, for a couple of years, I did do, do reviews for Chortle, the comedy website. Did you? I did. Uh, and uh, But I never liked it, because you have to be honest if, you, if you're reviewing. Yes. Uh, and therefore you get hated by the comedians. So, I know the feeling. So, so the, the blog, indeed, uh, never actually really criticised anyone, because I, I, can, I, ah. can, I, can, I can pick and choose. I can choose... Uh, interesting people doing interesting things whom I, whom I admire and yes. who are worthy of promotion and I can ignore any, any old trash. Uh, although, I, admittedly, I have promoted Lewis Schaefer quite a lot. Indeed, talking of any yeah. old trash. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, but I think that's... And um, Now, I, I, have to, I want you to answer but, but completely you... honestly here, John. Would the fact that you are consulting on a show ah. give it give it a better chance of winning the increasingly prestigious Malcolm Hardy Award? Now, this is what's worried me. I've had to... I haven't actually thought this one through. I mean, one, one possibility is that I say, if I, if I consult for you, you, you can't possibly be, <gasps> be considered. But all the kinds of shows, know, surely, that exactly. would benefit from your particular yeah, yeah. and extensive expertise yeah. are exactly yeah. Malcolm Hardy-type shows. Exactly, yes. I, mean, I think we'd have to say that it's just the Malcolm Hardy Award is just going to be my decision next year. Well, I mean, the reality... Seems fair to me. Lovely. The, the Job rea- done. The, the reality would be that if, if I consulted on a show that was seriously considered for the Malcolm Hardy Award, I wouldn't take part in the decision-making, really. Christ! I mean, in, in the past... Then I, it's just me and Jay Richardson. Yeah, what kind of fucking decision is that going to be? Don't, don't, don't listen to... Oh. Do not listen to this, comedians. But in the past, it has been... It, it's not unknown that someone, <laughs> that, that someone has won the Malcolm Hardy Award, <coughs> despite the fact I thought it was a shit act. <laughs> but, but because everyone else liked that act... Uh, I thought, oh, well, fine, that's OK. You know, it's just a, a group decision. So I, I've never actually been in, in a position where I say, this, this, this person is going to win the, the award because I like him personally and the other... That's one of the many things I like about you, John. Indecision. Uh, no, you're easily bullied. <laughs> <laughs> I like that in a person. I especially like that in a fellow judging panel member. <laughs> no, I'm fluid, I like to think of. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, now, we've got, actually, we've had some um, incontinence pads donated up at the back there if you're having problems with fluidity. I am. Is it I cold am. weather? Yeah, yeah. And in fact, the, but now the rule of three, yeah, time out closing, this comedy section, me closing my daily blog. Uh, and now the other thing is, uh, as of next Tuesday, after we do next Tuesday's uh, meeting stroke show, we have no scheduled Grouchy Club uh, live show. Surely some mistake, John. I, know, I think so, so we'll have to add some of those in. Well, I, I, uh, think, but, but well I think if the, you know, we could go by public demand or not, as the case may be. <laughs> But, but as well as our, our, our live chat shows, which yes. will also be back at the Edinburgh Fringe, if I can afford to go up to the Edinburgh Fringe because of my consultancy work. Well, this is it. You, this is, you see, people... There's a whole house of cards here. You, you're, you're, you're also... Uh, the, the, the live shows, next one is next Tuesday. Look at uh, grouchyclub.co.uk. Yes, now I'm going to be doing 
sorry, I interrupted you there. No, I was, that I was, sound like me. I was saying gratitudeclub.co.uk. Gratitudeclub.co.uk. But uh, it happens in the back back of uh, the, the Mama Biashara Emporium. Emporium, uh, yes. uh, And uh, people can also hire out... Uh, for, for nothing. For nothing, yes. They can hire out for nothing. Um, as I understand that uh, the lovely, the fragrant and the old boyfriended up Juliet Burton is going to be doing some work in progress here, as is uh, the marvellous Doug Skull uh, and Will Oblique Stroke Sarah Franken, whichever of them turns up to do the gig, uh, apparently is going to be doing um, a, a course. He's going to be teaching... He, she is going to be teaching... Satire, which I think is going to be fantastic. I have to say, and I know this might be unpopular in some parts. Thank you, John. Thank you. A little previous there, but yep. Uh, I hope Will turns up. Because as a satirist, Will is streets ahead of Sarah. Well, we should point out that Will Franken decided to be Sarah Franken, dress as a woman and do his act and his life as, as Sarah. And now it seems a bit iffy whether he's Will or Sarah. Read, read my blog. Yeah, but I hope Will uh, turns up. Uh, blog.thejohnfleming.com. No need for a www, just blog.thejohnfleming.com. That's how important you are, and you're going to stop it all. I know. People have been throwing themselves in front of comedians. Well, there we go. Anyway, so yes, I, I do hope Will turns up. If Sarah turns up, that's marvellous, but I think Will is a better satirist. So, so Will, Will stroke Sarah is going to do a, a, a how, how to be a satirist. How to be a, yes. Of course. And as far as I know, it's just one show, so that's... That's a pretty bloody swift uh, route to uh, satire. Now, who, someone did a course on something. Well, I should read my blog, shouldn't I? Someone did a course on something that was only five hours. What was that? I don't Crikey. Know what that was. Uh, anyway, mm. other, other courses are available. Yes, there we go. Uh, now, I was... Two, ex- two rather exciting things that happened in the Emporium. Uh, one I knew about, the other... Uh, I didn't. The fragrant and the really absolutely gorgeous Nina Conti came in. Mm. She wanted to talk to me about sex. With, with her monkey? No, minus monkey, but she bought a bag for the monkey. And she's looking at doing um, a documentary uh, using, you know, her masks. Uh, describe which, them? It's like the lower half. It's, it's like a Hannibal Lecter mask that she puts over people's faces and then she does the voices for them. So she's playing around with the idea of doing something sexually orientated uh, and wanted my help. So I'm going to take her down to a porn film set. I'm going to get Ooh. to dirty up Nina Conti. Well, I'm looking forward to it immensely. Do we know which porn, porn film set this is? Uh, well, I'm not, quite, I've, uh, I'm not quite sure they've settled on a title, but it will be in January. And it's going to be huge fun. In London? In, uh, I hope in London, yes. When you say a set, this is a, like a kitchen with a plumber. John, sometimes I despair of you all this time working with me. And you, you, you've never had a look at the palatial mansions that they now use for porn sets. No, I did, uh, Stunningly fabulous, high-end, if you'll pardon the expression, quality location. Well, I did, I did about ten years ago. They paid £2,000 a day for a set. Well, I was, I was shown on Ben Dover's uh, uh, palatial uh, studio, which was very interesting. had about ten standing sets in it. Yes. It, it had a bedroom, it had a... Uh, it was a bit scuzzy, though, although huge. Yeah. But, no, but getting back to the sets. Yeah, the sets. The sets. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so that was lovely. And um, a little like the fabulous Jimmy Carr before her. Um, he was in Paul? Nina 
made a lovely donation to Mama Biashara, oh. which was oh. great. I've always thought her hugely funny. Hugely funny. And then... So Jimmy Carr was in porn? Uh, no. I got a visit from Peter Buckley Hill. Ah, is he in porn? No. Um, he... You're just being silly now, John. You're going to be silly. I'm going to suggest to people that they don't get you to consult on their Edinburgh shows, even if it does mean they're more likely to win the increasingly prestigious Malcolm Hardy Awards. Does this Peter need me to consult on anything? No, well, um, he's seriously considering entering the... Talking of porn, uh, before you said it, I thought I would. Um, entering the, the Silver Comedian of the Year thing at the Leicester Comedy Festival. What, what, I don't know about it. Why is it silver? Why is it not gold? Because as people get older, John, their hair doesn't turn gold. Ah, it's nothing to do with the, the, the championship medal or something? No. Silver um, for older, like silver surfer, so, so he was he was coming in to consult with you? Before? No, he was not. He just came in to have a look round, because he'd always meant to have a look round, and we ended up talking for ages and ages and ages, because he is, as you know, uh, a hero of mine. Did he, did he do a Jimmy Carr and need a Conti contribution or was it free? Uh, no, he bought quite, oh. he, he bought oh. and um, I, you know, mentioned your name more than once and he did not use the word odious. Oh. I considered saying it, but no, he's... Um, he, did, he did say in, in the Cowgate in Edinburgh, told you I was an odious man, wasn't it? Yes, and but I, that was a I, long time ago. But I was considering using it on my on, a, on posters and publicity. Yeah, but like, that was like, a long time like ago. Like people do in Edinburgh. He's right? looking very, very well and uh, I... So it why, was why, just a delight to see him. Why has he suddenly decided to enter? Uh... Well, because he's not—you know—he's not doing a lot. He stepped slightly, stepped back from PBH Free Fringe because you know the committee. He wants the committee to be doing stuff, so it's not completely driven by him anymore. Stop smirking, <laughs> Fleming. Why are you smirking? <laughs> you're smirking. I'm not smirking. You were smirking. Now you're giggling. Can you say smirking again in, in a wonderfully Scottish accent? Smirking. That's how I've got to speak like that. I've got to take lessons. Have you been doing Scottish lessons? Yeah, I'm doing one show actually here. How to talk Scottish? Are you serious? And aggressive people. And oh, aggressive yes. people. You should do it. <laughs> I, 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 I have no money. I'd pay. People, really? People would pay to have you teach them how to be aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> well, if enough people are interested, I can teach aggression. With a Scottish well, accent. It, well, it's better with a Scottish accent. Any, anything said in Glaswegian is yeah. immensely threatening. If you say sort of, yeah, very, I love you, I love you. Yeah. Well, indeed, the, the word, the C word, indeed, is a, is a term of Oh, absolutely, term of yeah, cunt. Yeah, it, it said in, in, in uh, English, uh, Cockney, yeah. it, it's, a, it's a vile slur. Yes. It said in, in Glaswegian, it's, it's a... Well, it's a term of endearment. It's less like an Australian saying, ah, you bastard, I love you, yeah. you bastard. Yeah. Although in an Australian accent. In an Australian accent, accent. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Uh, so, oh, yeah, well, that's, oh, you, no, you have to do this. You have to do this. That, I mean. could, be, that could be another show to the roster. Uh, will Blickstroke you, Sarah teaching satire and me teaching aggression with a Scottish accent? You should do it in Edinburgh. Well, we're, because, uh, we, uh, we, as far as we know, we're going to do two weeks' worth of grouchy shows in grouchy club shows in, in Edinburgh at the Fringe. I can do uh, How to Be Grouchy. We could, we could take a couple of days off here and there to have sort of people do various things. So you could have a, a grouchy uh, course. Yeah. Like how, a, to be, how to be grouchy. Well, one weekend we could have a Saturday-Sunday if you just have uh, a one-hour each day course. See me. Would you like to give me a hint, a, a trailer for this? See me, see comics. Can he stand them? That was more Chinese, wasn't it? No, Jenny Godley will understand that. Does she listen to our blog? Like, you, yeah, our podcast. You listen to her podcast. I'll say I do. She's got an excellent podcast. She's a much better podcast than ours. Every, mm. Everyone knows that. Really? Well, no, not everyone I don't. Only the people who listen to it. Now I was going, well, yes, Peter Buckley Hill. Peter Buckley Hill. Um, he... there, other free festivals are available. 
but not as good. Mm. Well, I'll, mm. except, now, except... is, the, is the festival going to attempt another debacle this year? Who, who knows? I mean, uh, for, for, for people who haven't been following this saga, there was the Free Fringe started it off, then there, there was a breakaway free festival, then there was a break... It wasn't a breakaway, they piggybacked the Free Fringe and then stabbed him in the back that they'd been pigging. So, despite these David Cameron references, there was a breakaway, and uh, the, the free festival turned off, and then Bob Slayer didn't break away from anything, but he, yep. so he sort of started off... The, he hasn't got the energy, uh, quite frankly. He stumbled <laughs> away in a drunken stupor. Indeed he did, and it started the, the pay-what-you-want, pay-what-you-like, pay-what-something yep. or other, uh, heroes uh, offshoot, uh, and then the, the festival uh, broke away, they broke away from uh, they did the, break the free away. fringe, so you ended up last year... With they broke of, away and then nearly broke down. Indeed, was, you ended up with that like, four free... Uh, there's no word for it either. Four free uh, showrunners going on, mm. so God knows what's happening this year. But you know, uh, um, the uh, I, I think both both of the people, both of the brothers who own. Oh my God! I know. Oh, no, we're not talking okay. Kenny's. I'm going to commit suicide now. We're yeah. not talking Kenny's. Are we not? Oh, no, there was the, there's a building yeah. called Cowgate Head, Head. Yes. owned by one lot of people, licensed <laughs> to another lot of people. The... It is. Just a miasma of horror, which ended up with quite a lot of ghastliness I, last year. I, I refer you to my blog, but as far as I understand it, there's, there's, there's a Crowler family. There's lots of, yes, there's lots now, of, there's lots of Crowler families. Yeah, now. Yes. Uh, so one of the Kennys is dead. There were three, weren't there? There were three Kennys, now there's just two. But more importantly, there were two Crowler brothers who owned it, and they're now both dead. The building? Yeah. Owned the whole building, owned the freehold, now, uh, now, and now they're both dead. Now, as I as we say in Scotland, as I understand, or dead, as now, you say in England. Now, our listeners, like myself, will be sorry we started this whole. I know. Debacle. Sorry, that was but, me. I'm sorry. But very briefly, uh, uh, you have the the competing uh, free fringe and free festival, uh, and they, they were fighting over the Cowgate Head building, uh, and the free fringe. No, the free festival, not the free festival. So sorry, there's, there's, there's too many of them. <laughs> we, we are the people's front of Judea. Oh, good grief, yes. <laughs> it really is, isn't the, it? The Free Fringe and the Free Stable were having a fight over this building. Uh, and Although there was really no fight because it had been signed over to PBH Free Fringe. That's not factually correct, but we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Thank you, John. Um, but um, but the, the, the increasingly complicated scenario was that they were fighting over it. The building was owned by a member of the Kroler family. Two members of the Kroler family. Two members of the Kroler family. Uh, and and licensed to three members of the Wall family. Sorry, I'm just speeding this up, John, for people who have a life. And the Kroler family eventually gave... Well, eventually the building owned by the Kroler family was got by the Free Fringe uh, and, not, and not the Freestival... Which was Who should never have had it in the first place? And not the Freestable, which was sponsored by a pizza company, partly owned by another member of the Crowler family. Exactly. But now the two, peop- the two Crowlers who own the building have died. So... How did all these people die? Were they sort of glassed in a bar Well, I don't Glasgow? know. I, frankly, <laughs> frankly, the people on the, the free, various free fringes take things very seriously, and I suspect dirty work at the crossroads. So, so this will be the last question and answer on this subject. Yes. But uh, So who owns Cowgate Head? Uh, well, the heirs of the two Crawler brothers, now, I'm, I'm betting... which is their, their wives and children, or, so that's two wives and God knows how many children, or arguably their father. 
uh-huh. who uh, there is a suspicion that it's their father who actually owns it, and he'd sort of given it anyway. Moving on. I'm, I'm, Peter Buckley Hill was here. I was I'm, thrilled. I'm, I'm, it was I'm, lovely to see I'm, I'm him. Bet, and, I'm, bet, and, I'm betting it was owned by and, twins, identical and, twins with the same name. Nope, nope. Uh, uh, and, and, he's, the Free Fringe, Peter Buckley Hill's Free Fringe, are looking because uh, the Bloomsbury, where they normally have their fundraiser... In, in London. In London, uh, has got asbestos. Uh, they're looking for a home for their fundraiser because they desperately need funds. I think the back of Mam and Beashara. Well, we could do one a day for, like, eight weeks. That's very generous of you. But they do, uh, they need the money because, uh, as you know, Peter is an extremely moral man and will, part of his ethos is that he will not take sponsors. But he will take And he will not take uh, money up front or non-voluntarily from the people who work on the free fringe. But he will, if take, but he will is, take money. If there is a deficit at the end of the fringe, at the end of the fringe, John, if there is a deficit, he asks for voluntary contributions. No one has to give a contribution, John. And are these voluntary contributions the same one at the end as they are at the beginning at the, the Bloomsbury? That's a fundraiser. Everybody's allowed a fundraiser. Mama Biashara has fundraisers, John. Oh, when's the next one? I don't know. Right. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> You're grinning now. I'm taking this very seriously. We should have done this on video, because she's doing the... the, the, I'm doing the death stare. You're doing the death stare, which, in fact, is available for a reasonable price in the back of the Mamma Bisha on her course. Oh, my... Yes, oh, my... Yes, I could teach the death stare. Tell me you're feeling at least a bit queasy. No. Oh. Well, that's not a very good advert for it, is it? No, no, but basically... You should be gasping for breath. But I, I, I say... I'm a Highlander, and you're a mere Sassana from the Lowlands, a Hanoverian indeed. You mentioned that about 25 times well, yeah, before. I'm not going to be... I know my sa- place. Precisely, down, 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 down below. Yep. Steady. <laughs> Back to porn again. <laughs> no, we're not going to ask, I'm not going to ask how you know porn studios. Um, uh, Intimately. Indeed. <laughs> indeed. But, but this, this may come up in, in uh, conversation at the increasingly prestigious... Uh, Grouchy Club Live. Grouchy Club Live next Tuesday, which will be extended into the new year, we, we hope. Oh, yeah, on, oh on, yes. On a monthly basis. It's cute. I, I have fun. I don't know if anybody else it, has fun. Uh, well, the last two have been extraordinary and mostly unquotable. <laughs> um, well, they have been unquotable. And, oh, by the way, there will be nibbles... And mulled cider at this one. What, the porn studio? The Grouchy Club. Ah, sorry. The Grouchy Club uh, Live, uh, uh, We've moved on from porn. Uh, well, at least I have. Anyway, it was the word nibbles through me momentarily. Really? In a humorous way. What kind of porn do you watch? Nibbling. 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 <laughs> Nibbling porn. Fred Fringe porn. You nibble around the fringe the edges. Really? Ah, uh, yes. And yes. that would be www. Yeah. I obviously don't. Nibble porn. Obviously, it's, it's all free, obviously, but at the end you can get voluntary donations. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to make a donation, sir? Yes. I was trying to figure out how to work the word deposit in there, but I couldn't manage it. Ah. <laughs> I could try. Anyway, so... Uh, and well, you're asking people to let you consult on their shows? I am. I'm a, a man who can't even work out how to get the word deposit into a sentence following on a mention of pornography. I, I can't get the word hole into almost anything, though. Indeed. <laughs> That's, uh... That's almost a callback, not quite. Well done. <laughs> no, it's because I failed miserably in there. <laughs> so how, how are we going to end this? We're going to round well, this off. Well, I thought off. we just had twice. Have we? Yeah. Multiple endings. Yeah. M- multiple... Oh, steady. Oh, uh, orgasm. I'll say it. 